Hello, everyone, and happy Friday. It is Friday, June 16th. Uh, the month is flying by pretty quickly here. Uh, we're, we're coming to you again from the Missouri Fetal Directors and Embalmers Association offices here in Jefferson City. Okay. Uh, this week, uh, uh, I had a great week. was able to go down to the Farmington uh, the country club there where the Southeast Missouri funeral directors, the district from there that covers all of that area had their regular meeting and they asked me to speak for it. And before I get into more of that, I do want to uh, remind folks that just because the districts that are throughout the state, the different groups of funeral homes uh, together, even though that's no longer directly part of the governance structure of the association because we elect everybody at the conventions, that doesn't mean that your area, if you've got a bunch of funeral homes that want to get together, have a dinner, have a program, have some entertainment, uh, do something as colleagues, uh, that you can still do that. And we're more than happy to help. If you'd like our office help in setting something up, please let us know and we'd be happy to do that. Well, I was asked to speak there at their meeting on a couple different items. One of them I covered last week, but I covered a couple of things there. And I got a call yesterday from one of the persons who attended, who had some questions and who urged me to uh, put what I told the folks there and the Southeast Missouri Funeral Directors meeting, put it out on a video this week because it was one thing that was they thought was very, very important to get out there. Well, that was the request and that's what I'm gonna do. For if you were at the meeting on Wednesday evening, and there were a lot of you there, sorry, you're going to get a repeat uh, that is an important to do with the Federal Trade Commission, the FTC. June, historically, is the FTC's secret shopper month. That's where they send out their secret shoppers to funeral homes and try to trip you up. They pose as a, a person or a couple that's uh, interested in finding out about funeral services at your funeral home. And what they will do is try to trip you up to see if you do not give them the general price list when you're supposed to, that you did not show them the casket and outer burial price list when you're supposed to show it to them. Now, if you do everything correctly and the secret chopper was there and you didn't mess up, they'll go away and you'll never hear from them. You won't know that they were there. Maybe a week or so later, you're sitting around the office. You say, well, what happened to that couple that was in here a couple weeks ago asking questions? Did anybody ever hear back from them? Uh, you won't know for sure. If you get it wrong the first time, there's a good chance that the FTC will at a later date send out a second secret chopper to see if they can trip you up twice. If you get it right the first time, again, you won't even know they were there probably. If you get it wrong the first time and correctly the second time, very likely you'll get a, a little nasty letter from the FTC that says uh, you're not being consistent with how you're handling your price lists. We're watching you. If you get it wrong both times, there's a chance you get the really nasty letter from the FTC that says you're in violation and you now have a choice. Either enter our program, which is not free, but they still call it voluntary, uh, 
enter our program that teaches you how to do this or uh, write us a check for uh, over $100,000 because every single violation of the FTC rule, the fine for that is now over $50,000. And if you've messed up twice, that's over a hundred. Now they may not hit you up for that, but that's the maximum penalty they can do. And that penalty should have gone up in June. I checked their website regularly. I have not seen that their website is updated because it's indexed to inflation and there's inflation rates been pretty high the last couple of years. So I expect that that fine, the maximum fine they can give you will go up. So what are they looking for when an FTC secret shopper comes to the funeral home? Well, the most important thing, of course, is to make sure that they are given the general price list handed to them in a format that they can take home with them at the appropriate time. Now, there is no magic time limit. Some people for a long time thought that it had to be given within the first 15 minutes of a conversation. That's that's not the case. The rule is that the general price list must be offered to the consumer, given to the consumer at any time where there is a discussion of the goods and services you offer or the prices you charge. So you could theoretically, if a friend of yours came in whose mom passed away, you might talk to them for a half hour about how his dad's doing or the brothers and sisters coming in. Uh, what are they doing with the farmhouse? All stuff not related to the funeral whatsoever. And that's fine. Then at one point, one of you says, well, I guess we better figure about what to do about the funeral. Boom. That's the time that you need to hand over the general price list if you haven't done so already. All right. So they will try to see if you do that. About uh, three years ago, I think it was, they targeted receptionists, receptionists at the funeral home. They would come up to the front desk and they would say, you know, what's a basic funeral cost at this place? And if that receptionist said, let me get you a funeral director, ah, you just violated the funeral rule. No, the correct response of that receptionist should have been, we have copies of our general price list right here. Uh, feel free to take one home with you if you'd like. Would you like to get me a funeral director to discuss it with you? That GPL needed to be offered to them first. Now, it turns out, according to the FBI, FTC, most funeral homes get the GPL handed to the consumers correctly most of the time. Casket price list. Now, although the casket price list does not have to be in a format that the consumer take home with them, it must be shown to the consumer before they see the product. That means if um, you have a selection room and your casket price list is on a uh, little podium or desk in that selection room and you take the family into the selection room and take them straight to the price list, sorry, you violated the funeral rule because they could see the caskets before they actually had an opportunity to look at the casket price list. You are not allowed, according to the FTC, to even have photographs of the caskets in like your arrangement room. Where the consumer might see pictures of the caskets before 
or they have been offered to see casket price list. So that's how they interpret the rule. That's how they have been enforcing the rule. So make sure that you have and that you are able to document that the, the family, the consumer, the people who are coming in asking questions, that they are offered to review the casket price list before they can see any of the caskets or even if you have little models or corners of vaults or something like that, the end caps or anything like that, they must be shown the price list before they actually see those items and check in your arrangement room. Make sure you don't have any pictures of caskets or little models or anything like that. Even if it's next door to your selection room, make sure there's no windows or French doors without curtains on them. They cannot be, the consumer cannot see any of the product until they see the price list. That's silly. I know it is, but that is how the FTC was enforcing the rule. So that was the big news that we wanted to get out there because it is June and that means it is danger month for the FTC. So watch out for that. And if you do, by the way, uh, have an FTC person that you know of, you could, you figured it out that they are, that they came into your place, uh, let us know because we'd like, obviously they don't just come from far away to hit one funeral home. They're going to hit the whole area. So we'd love to know if you suspect that the FTC has sent a secret shopper out to your area. That would be a very useful information for everyone. It really would. Uh, the other thing I covered uh, at the meeting was uh, OSHA rules, and we've, we've talked about those before. But the, the interesting thing that people I don't think uh, were fully aware of was kind of the top thing that funeral homes get written up when they get inspected by OSHA. Well, first off, before I get to that, how likely is it that you will be inspected by OSHA? Well, the fact of the matter is it's not that likely. To anyone's knowledge, and I've asked around to the national folks um, and to the national uh, general counsel and all that, and to everyone's knowledge, the, the OSHA, the Office of Safety and Health Administration, has never done a blanket targeting of funeral homes. We're going to hit all the funeral homes in Missouri or Wisconsin or everyone we can get to this month. They've never done something like that. So how is it likely that you might have an OSHA inspector on your, at your doorstep? Well, there's three ways that that could happen. The first way it could happen, of course, is if you had some kind of accident at your funeral home that needed to be reported. If you had a, an injury or even a death at your funeral home, uh, that was safety related. Well, and that was reported, obviously, then the, uh, the OSHA very likely is going to come out and check on it. The other way that can happen is you just get unlucky and that some other business in your town had a problem. For example, there was a construction site in your town and a retaining wall collapsed and injured a bunch of people. OSHA might come out and inspect that site well, while they're there in your town, it's not uncommon them for to look around and say, well, what other businesses can we do? We've wrapped this one up before we go home. They, they could hit a factory. They could hit a beauty shop, parlor, anything like that. Or they might decide, well, the funeral homes across the street, let's check them out. That's, you know, that's not common, but it's unlucky and could happen. The single most common way a funeral home gets inspected by OSHA is a complaint 
from a former disgruntled employee. That's the number one on the list. A, a person who used to work at the funeral home that has left under unhappy circumstances and they, whether it's justified or not, I'm sure sometimes the complaints justified and I'm sure sometimes it was just sour grapes. They want to get the person in trouble. Uh, a report from a former employee to OSHA, that's the number one thing. So they will look at uh, all the stuff that's covered by OSHA. The number one item, however, that funeral homes get written up for by OSHA is something you might not think of off the top of your head. It's blocked fire exits. Obviously, at a funeral home, you've got a lot of stuff that you move around from place to place. Carts, boxes, the caskets themselves. And you always want to make sure, and both in the embalming room, leaving the embalming room, but also in the funeral home itself, leaving the funeral home, that those fire exits are never blocked. Always make sure that they're open. Make sure that you review with the employees, everybody you work with, uh, where the fire exits are. It's not a bad idea to have signage by a fire exit that makes it clear that this exit is never to be blocked. So watch out for that. The other things, of course, they look for is they will check with your embalming room. And this is one, I, I haven't heard any reports about this in Missouri, but when you go to the national conferences, you hear that this is something that is uh, unfortunately common for them to find in some funeral homes. And that is unmarked chemicals. Now, of course, when you get chemicals from the manufacturer, they have the label on it with all the information that's required to be there and all the warning stickers on it and all the information that's supposed to be on the bottle of chemicals. That's fine. But some embalmers like to mix their own. They like a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Well, that's fine. That's that. As long as those chemicals, it's safe to mix them. That's not a problem to do. But make it a one-use-only mix. Mix it, use it, dispose of anything you don't use. If you keep any of those customized mixed chemicals and you store them in a bottle and put them on a shelf or put them in the cabinet, those, by law, have to have all the full labeling on it. They must be labeled completely with both chemicals that were in there. And... Potentially, I don't know of any instances where this would happen with the embalming chemicals, but theoretically, it's even possible that you would have to have a third set of warnings on there if the two chemicals, when they mix, create different properties. So the safest thing to do is if anyone mixes their own special chemical mix to make it a one-use only, mix, use, dispose of anything you don't use. Even a jug of water in your embalming room must be labeled as to what it is, all right? So don't have any unmarked bottles, jars, containers of any liquid, any chemical in your embalming room that does not have a proper label on it. So those are the two things that you can fix easily if you have a think you have an issue at your funeral home. And that was the message that the folks uh, at the district meeting this week, uh, at least one of them wanted me to make sure that I got out to the whole world because they thought that was a very important information. So that was the update for the day. Uh, just a, a reminder, Monday is Juneteenth. 
It is both a state and federal holiday. All federal offices will be closed. All state offices will be closed. That means we won't be processing death certificates. Our office will be closed as well. We close on all state holidays, as we always have done. So we won't be here at the office. Um, you know, you know, I'm probably here doing something anyway, but you know, I may not be answering the phones because I've got a bunch of stuff to do. And that's a great day for me to get a bunch of stuff done. So probably you're going to get the answering machine if you call our office on Monday. And please leave a message and we will return your call on Tuesday. If it is an emergency, as always, tell the answering surface it is an emergency and they have instructions to contact me and they will do that. And I will I always have the phone with me. I never go anywhere without the phone. So I will get the text message from the answering service saying that somebody had an emergency and I will call you back as soon as I can. So that's it. Have a wonderful weekend. Uh, enjoy yourself. If your community has Juneteenth uh, uh, festivities or celebrations on Monday, I urge you to take advantage of them and do that. Uh, it is a very... The ones we have here in Jefferson City, it's a wonderful community. It's not just the African-American community in our town that participates with that. And it's a great way to learn and to uh, celebrate a very important event together. So if you have the opportunity to, to do that, to uh, if uh, you're part of uh, the African-American community, that's, that's great. I hope you have a wonderful uh, celebration on Monday. If you're not part of the African-American community, it's a great way to learn about Juneteenth and how important that event was and all the history behind that. So have a wonderful weekend. Have a wonderful holiday weekend if you're able to participate and take some time off on Monday. And we'll see you again uh, soon. Next week, however, I will not be doing a video. Instead, in place of that, we will be having Dr. Jerry Teppitz do his webinar, his free webinar for anyone who attended the convention. If you attended the convention, you are eligible to get this free webinar on Dr. Jerry Trippitz on your own mental health, dealing with the stress and the change that's going on throughout society, throughout business and all of that. It's free to all of those, not only to the people who actually attended the convention, but anybody at your funeral home that attended the convention. So your entire funeral home can participate in this webinar. You can watch what he has to say. There's be an opportunity for you to ask questions. It'll be a Zoom kind of meeting to get together. If you're not able to watch that next Friday, for a couple of weeks, it will be available. The recording of that will be available for, for you to uh, review as well. So look forward to that. Uh, the following week, I will be gone most of the week to the uh, leadership and state executive meetings that are out of state. And so I won't be around again. Once again, uh, call the office if you need me. The office will get a hold of me and make sure that I return the call. So until you see me next time, which will be a couple of weeks from now, everybody, please stay safe.